0: And we're off. It is Wednesday, September 6th, 2023, AD, 9.01 AM. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Lawless Angeles. Gonna cover this... <sighs> mother who's dressed like a typical 30 or 40 year old millennial type of a woman nowadays but she has a son in high school apparently looks like high schooler I could be wrong and she we're, we see this scene of her jumping up hugging him and like with her legs all around him like hugging him like she's his little daughter except she's his little mother <sighs> terrible I saw it on Twitter. Don't worry, I censored it. I do have an uncensored version as well. Part B is the uncensored version. But I'll cover that and some interesting replies to it because there, some people are fine with it, and they're like normal people, relatively normal people. Like my, uh, my guest, and I was a guest on his show, Matthew with one T from Caught in the Middle. He had no problem with it. So maybe I'm the weird one. Uh, and some things that I've been meaning to get to for a long time. Uh, so I will not even mention what they are. <laughs> Enrique Tario, as I mentioned in, on the JLP show of Proud Boys, was sentenced to 22 years because he was convicted of seditious conspiracy over the January 6th mess. He wasn't even there, but he helped plan it, they, they claim. I... I'm not that interested to look into the evidence of. I guess one of the Proud Boys was the one who was the one who smashed the window. Which I, from the beginning, I I disavowed smashing the window of the Capitol building. But you know, there's a lot of rough around the edges Trump supporters, and they're uh, they're passionate, which is not a good thing. Passion is bad, anger is evil, and uh, when you're emotional, you get you walk into a trap, and that's what happened to them. And Unfortunately, you, you cannot be rough around the edges and patriotic. You have to be rough around the edges and evil, and then you'll get more likely a pass like Antifa sometimes does. And Black Lives Matter and, you know, the POCs, the unchristian people, the, all that mess. Women. Rest in peace, the smash mouth guy. I didn't get to that yesterday either. Uh, I got CNN has the fake news. And TKR official on Telegram has the real news, the real headline. So, all that, or hopefully, anyway, hopefully, all of that, and your calls if you would like to call in, guys. But anyway, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, oh it's the Hague
1: Report, the Hague Report, la, la, la. La, la.
0: So, how you guys doing? I am fine. I'm resetting my Odyssey stream, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hake Report slash live. I like to make sure that the audio is going and I was a touch late in checking it and it doesn't look like the audio is coming in, but uh, I am live on Rumble and YouTube and Facebook, I believe. What's up to the Facebook crew? And so, nice. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I could be wrong. Maybe Odyssey was working and I reset it for no, no good reason. <laughs> that would be terrible. What's up to the DLive crew? I do appreciate your guys' support. And I do actually get paid from your diamonds and is and Ninjets, So that's nice. That's cool. I've poo-pooed DLive for too long. I should encourage uh, the other network hosts to start D Live channels because they could probably get paid from some of you guys are dedicated D- to D Live because you guys like the stickers and mess. <laughs> so, and you know, you guys make cool stickers, so that's cool. Uh, by the way, shout out to Kick, um, Twitter, and okay, let's make sure that Odyssey is working. Oh, man, goodness. This is grace. This is terrible. I have my audio up on so many different platforms, I can't tell which is which. Nice. Okay, um... Yeah, I'm wearing a Yellowstone t-shirt. Brown. I think... I like brown. See? See? I like brown. It's a great color. Um, yellow... and it says Yellowstone on it. Hassan even complimented me on this. I got it for $12. Which is not too bad nowadays in this economy. I don't know what economy even means. And it says right here, I don't know what it says. Oh, the wonder of Yellowstone. Fire, says Hassan. I won't tell you where I bought it. You know, I bought it at the same place that I bought the uh, VW one that you guys liked. Some of you guys liked the gray one. with the. It says Volkswagen. It has a little Volkswagen old school bus van thing. Little thing. Uh and it's also the same place where I got world's greatest grandpa. Um so spoiler alert may remember where I got that. I saw him sharing it on an eBay link and maybe it's cheaper on eBay but I got I think I got these all for like 12 bucks a piece which is not not that bad because I sell my t-shirts for what like 25 bucks plus shipping or something like that or pff, crazy. But that's basically what you have to do to make any kind of money off of Teespring, you know. <laughs> anyway, um, let me get to a call before I get to into these stories. I know I grossed you guys out with, the, you know, JLP and I were talking about <laughs> about mothers inappropriate with their uh, adult sons. Some, anyway, most in JLP's opinion. Uh, <sighs> so before I get to that. Let me get to Nathan. and Oh, before I get to that, though, let me just do a quick little plug. Uh, Hassan is going to be live today. Yesterday was Joel Friday right after, right after Hake, and the day before that was Joel Friday TV right after Hake. But today's going to be Hassan. Wow, Hassan. Walking on water, Hassan. Let me see if I have my reply command. Indeed! What's up, man?
2: What's up, my brother? Thank you, man.
0: Yeah, of course. Uh... I appreciate you always uh, being my trusty, handy-dandy sidekick, (laughs) Uh, board operator. And so uh, what are you going to be talking about today? What are you going to be dealing with on your show right after hate? Oh, going to be
2: doing a, um, I am a little past the age, but I'll be doing a adult bar mitzvah.
0: (laughs) Um, You're over twelve.
2: Yeah, I think. Well, I think it's thirteen. Thirteen. It yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll be we'll be dealing with that, and we'll be dealing with um. Yeah, we'll be speaking with a uh, rabbi on the Talmud and on the uh, Torah, and kind of kind of getting some uh. Getting it, getting into my uh, heritage.
0: Oh yeah, because you're part Muslim, part Jewish, <laughs> according to your mother, and um, and of course raised Christian because your mother is Christian. Yeah. She she's a mess, Is she a messianic Jew? Jew for Jesus? Yeah, maybe. We're, maybe. We're, maybe. <laughs> but we'll have, you never learned that until yes, last week's show.
2: That's true. <laughs> so there might be a little bit of Jews for Jesus action going on.
0: Yeah, so it, be, it should be interesting. H a s s a n is uh, is the uh, name. Wow, Hassan! All caps.
2: And joining the rabbi will be uh my good friend. His name is Gabriel Cannon. He's actually Nick Cannon's brother, who did get into some trouble with the with the
0: Jew with,
2: with some Jewish people. Nick Nick did. Nick Cannon did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I think he was talking more about the black Hebrew Israelite stuff. He didn't get in trouble with the whites
0: though. Even though we <laughs> some we some of us took issue with what he said. Oh yeah He said some crazy stuff about whites.
2: Oh yeah. We yeah, yeah. lack...
0: Since we lack melanin, we lack compassion. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Something like that.
2: Yeah, so, but his brother will be also on. He uh, is a pastor and a Christian pastor. Okay. And, yeah, kind of went to Bible college and theology school. So I think it would be an interesting, uh, yeah, be interesting conversation.
0: I became familiar with Nick Cannon because he wore white face some years back. White face? <laughs> <laughs> like, we should care about black face and white face and dressing up black and dressing up white. It's it's fun. It's just fun. But, uh, you know, people get in trouble for dressing up black. Yeah. Uh, and also, he was the ex husband of that si- breathy singer who's yeah, older than him. Does he have kids by her?
2: He does, yeah.
0: Oh, wow. So uh, I think
2: two. They I think they have.
0: She doesn't have all that much melanin. Maybe that's why he uh, started to feel <laughs> the melanin People, the melanin means color, right? Yeah. She uh, she lacks compassion, which I could believe. <laughs> she has a trail of X's. No, we wish I could have fixed her. No, I don't know. Exactly. Shout out to Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. So walking on water. YouTube.com slash at walking on water Hassan, two S's. That's how I uh, share it. They have twins. Mariah is mixed. Nice. Okay, Thank you, man. man. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Nathan is in Illinois and he wants to uh, ask a question here. Hey, Nathan, thanks for calling and holding. What's up, man? Hey, James. How are you doing, buddy? Fine. Hey, I know your voice.
3: Yeah, me. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, a quick one. yeah, so a Muslim proposed this question to me, and I just didn't even know how to answer. So I just wanted to see what you guys over at Bond think of this. So what is a son of God?
0: What is a son of God?
3: Yeah, like what does it mean?
0: Uh...
3: Like, 'cause like i i was I was thinking I was like going through all the scripture I've read, uh just like there isn't really much definition given,
0: you know, right, well, we know what a son is a son is a <coughs> is a child of the father, a male child of the father um, and uh they talk you know son of such and such son of such and such, son of such and such. I think they even called Adam the son of God. And then they uh, referred to Jesus as the son of God. Jesus referred to himself as the son of man. And some people referred to Jesus as the son of David, which is a reference to the Messiah stuff. <clears throat> what do you, what do you, do you have a, a thought on it yourself? Uh, just like, a son is one with
3: the father. That was my one, like, answer. Yeah. Those so,
0: like, You know, I,
3: it's also, it's not really, like, answerable. It's more so just, like, listable, practiceable.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I know sure. that I, I look a lot like my dad and all the boys and even the daughter a bit. Look, they're, we're clearly our father's children by our appearances and in some ways our our manner, and our thinking and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that applies to probably a lot of, if not all, children. Even Obama's children. The way that I know that o- Obama and Michelle made those babies, one of them looks like Obama, and the other one looks like Michelle. And they just look like their are children, even though yeah. they're a mess. But, uh, you know, God made man in his image and it talks about the sons of God, um, came together with the daughters of men. And some people think that meant the angels went together with the, with the, uh, with the human being daughters. But I always read that as human being men came together with the, uh who were the so-called sons of God. Right. whether Whether or not they were living properly, you know, as God made them. But Jesus was called Je- Je- God's only begotten son.
3: What does begotten even mean?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know.
3: Like, given, sacrifice, something like that?
0: No. No, no, no. I don't think it means... Sa- I don't think it has to do with sacrifice because i got begotten the begotten word from john 3:16 yeah
3: no I, i'm familiar. like that's like a very very popular verse his that's only
0: just... begot he uh for god so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall shall not die but have everlasting life i think jesus said that in uh, john 3:16 is you suppose quoted that way as having said that okay. right be, yeah. Beget, according, is a verb, past participle begotten, whatever participle is, I don't know, typically of a man, sometimes of a man and wo- a woman, bring a child into existence by the process of reproduction. So God reproduced uh, hit, <laughs> himself, I guess, and, and uh, r- in Jesus. Right. Okay. One of a kind or special in Aramaic, though, according to, in Hebrew, or Aramaic, whichever yeah, one, probably, according to Hassan.
3: It was probably something else back in its original translation that was more...
0: To give, more to give rise really to, to bring about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I got one more thing. Okay. Do you think it could be,
3: could giving reparations be sensible to just, uh, subvert conflict
0: on racial context, or racial, uh, no. Oh, no, to finish your question, I I sort of interrupted, I stepped on your question. It's like, I don't know,
3: I see it one way, like, possibly we could give, the, the reparations could be given, but at the same time, uh... A lot of black, like blacks, have been so catered to by American society that I don't think that'll be the end of it. At the same time,
0: yeah, appeasing evil doesn't doesn't help, and you're feeding the the beast, the demon, the monster, the spoiling. You know, they've been spoiled and catered to all this time, and they've only gotten worse from it. You know, so yeah. the reparations uh, isn't gonna, it's not gonna. Sh- I would be surprised if it shut a single one of them up or satisfied a single one of them. Right. And did
3: you know that the Jews got reparations from the Holocaust in the 1950s?
0: I heard something like that. Um, which, which country gave that to them?
3: To them? I'm pretty sure it was like the European Union or NATO.
0: The EU, I don't think it existed way back then. I could be wrong. It was
3: some, I'm, it was some like European structure of, okay. or alliance. But I, I just found that interesting how they got their reparations so soon after, mm-hmm. and then now, 250 years after the fact, blacks are asking for reparations now. It's like doesn't really make sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been asking for it for years, but it's gaining traction now more than ever. It's been laughed at and mocked. First, they laugh and mock you, then they, then they. Oh, first they try to ignore you, then they laugh and mock you, and then they uh, get angry at you, and, and then you win. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> 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 you heard, have you heard that phrase, that uh, succession of how things come about, whether good or evil? Yeah, that, that, I'm familiar with that. <laughs> uh, so, d- had you thought that reparations may help uh, calm some of them down? I, it could, certainly, what,
3: like, but, what, I, like, I was just like, if, if that's what it is, like, it better be the damn end of it. Like, it better
0: <laughs> <not be laughs> Sorry, like, kids. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it, it but it won't, and they, they don't, there's, what's to repair? Right. I don't even think that this stuff was, that's so ham-fisted, a lot of the times, those were fine the this The slavery situation was much better than what is assumed today they've done more they've more than gotten what they it's so undeserved like is there one thing about it that's even sounds right to you right no 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 it's a question <laughs> i I really mean that like i really Want to know if you think that it seems at all fair to give at any point, even the ones who were just freed, uh, no, so-called reparations? I mean, it's, like, it's communism, essentially. Yeah, that's what it is. It's it's feeding and justifying, pretending that that slavery was so wrong when it wasn't necessarily wrong. There's like Correct. there's wrong done in the midst of slavery, like uh, you know. Maybe some unjustified beatings or uh, or maybe some rapes allegedly or you know different different things that have that maybe were overboard or whatever, but that's life that's you're always going to be wronged in life and you're always going to be doing wrong to others in life you don't the uh there's no there's no reparation for that, especially not for generations later that's kind of like um oh there's Armenians who are caught up with the Armenian genocide a uh, hundred years ago by uh, according to the stories by Turks. They went right. after the Christian Armenians. The uh, I guess Muslim Turks went after the Christian Armenians and it was political. It was religious. It was nationalist in a bad way, I guess. And they killed a bunch of people and I don't know if there were some fighting back. But uh, the turks don't want to admit that there was a genocide and genocide is such a buzzword you know genocide slavery these are like communist buzzwords to make globo homo buzzwords to make regular evils such as war and killing and murder extra wrong you know mm-hmm. so i think that they're caught up in an, in the past and that's they should get past it and it's right. it, it encourages even the whites to jump into this victimhood thing because the whites have had all kinds of wrong things done to them and the Americans have, especially like soldiers and things, have had all kinds of things wrong done to them by the government and by other governments. The, uh, oh. There's like whites who are into the um, the USS... Uh, I was going to call it USS Israel. <laughs> the USS Liberty. Um... There's a lot of controversy around the, how Israel attacked the USS Liberty and they don't want to (laughs) just, I don't know, they don't want to drop it because they have a bone to pick with Israel about other stuff that's going on to this day. And so this is one of the things that kind of pile, they pile on to Israel over it. Right. And you just have to fix what's wrong now. You know what I mean? Yeah, and really address the evil and resentment in your own heart and then you can deal with the world and know that the world is always going to be unjust and evil and, and quote unquote unfair because that's the world's job is to be evil meaning everybody else around you but you be right and then you can speak the truth about them being wrong you can speak it, them being wrong even while you're wrong but remember what Jesus said take the the log out of your own eye, the plank or whatever, out of your own yeah. eye. So. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> yeah. N- n- nice call, Nathan in Illinois. Appreciate you, dude. Yeah, appreciate you. How old uh, are you, briefly? 23. You asked me, like, five times. I bro. know. Like... I never remember. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> All right. I'd rather have that than, like, a woman. You're <laughs>
3: like, oh, <you're> 23,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, I know, huh? <laughs> Yeah. All right, man. Take care. All right, dude. Bye. Bye. So, speaking of women, let's cover this. <laughs> so, slutty mama. Sorry, kids, ladies, gentlemen. Hugging her football son. Clip 33, not B. I'll play B maybe afterwards. I needed to censor this at first. <laughs> you know, cuz that's my style. It's part of my stick is to censor things. That may not even necessarily need to be censored. This is from Amiri King. She tweeted this out. Um, okay. Does anyone not think this is weird? And it looks like a white young man with curly hair, curly durly hair, strapping young lad, football player at a football game. Looks like a high schooler, maybe. You know, a, a big boy. But he has sort of a boyish face. Maybe college. I don't think this is the NFL. And then it, the young lady who is, according to this gal who's commenting on this little, I, it's almost like a TikTok video. There's a gal who appears afterwards commenting on it and say, this is not his girlfriend. This is his mother. And you see a tattoo on the gal's arm. She's dressed like she's going to the club, dressed like a prostitute, dressed like a maybe a slut. Don't say that, kids. I guess. Little 12-second clip. Check it out. Censored. <laughs> what? That's his mom. She,
1: that's not his girlfriend. That's his mom.
0: And this woman is, like, going wide-eyed, looking all crazy-eyed. Show it one more time. The censored version one more time for me.
1: Hanging on him.
0: In- like, straddling him.
1: That's his mom. That's not his girlfriend. That's his mom.
0: It's even edgy for a girlfriend to be doing that. So Somewhat inappropriate. But nowadays, you kind of expect girls, you know, gals. Attention-seeking people. And now, okay, cover your eyes, kids, faint of heart, weak uh, men. Here's the uncensored version because some of you guys want to see... See what I'm talking about, I guess. This gal looks like she's maybe in her late 20s or early 30s or maybe even early 40s or mid-40s. Maybe even 50s. No, I don't think so. Here it is. Uncensored version, part B. <laughs> Terrible. And she, like, pushes him at the end.
1: That's his mom. That's not his girlfriend.
0: That's his mom. Okay, so maybe I shouldn't have shown that gal saying that's his mom that's not his girlfriend that's his mom in her crazy eyes looking all crazy (laughs) what a mess (laughs) why is it censored asks Robert Kish because I censor stuff because she's wearing like these tight white pants and dressed like she's going to the club has these high heels on I don't censor the heels but I censor like you know the parts that she's like showing off Oh, she's in her 40s, says Kai in North Carolina. <laughs> Whoa, mama, says uh it's part of my style to censor stuff, okay? It's uh funny. It's amusing. Gregatron gets amused <laughs> when I censor <laughs> I censor stuff that doesn't necessarily need to be censored. Uh she has face injections and fake eyelashes, notices Prince vibes. See, the ladies pick up on these things. I didn't even She didn't even she didn't fully straddle him, says Zenny. So, like, she's going up and hugging him and, like, jumped into, like, above his waist and legs sort of wrapped around him somewhat, or at least the knees pinching to hold up on him, and somebody was taking video, and she's, like, in front of all these high schoolers dressed this way. Maybe she came from work. Where does she work? I don't know. Not saying anything. I don't know. (laughs) Wearing this, like, fancy club purse thing. And she looks, kind, the boy looks white, the young man looks white, but she looks a little uh, chola-ish to me. I'm, dis- I'm distancing myself as a white man from this, maybe she's a white Hispanic-looking gal. <laughs> Terrible. But I immediately thought of how uh, JLP talks about mothers being what he said, the H word, knee. Ni- Sorry, kids. For their children. He said that to Chrissy Mayer on her podcast. His uh, recent guest from today's bottom of the second hour. So is that a white gal? Is that dyed hair? Show this. I don't know if we should show the censored version or the uncensored. We can show the uncensored version, I guess. Play it one more time and then you can cut it off when the, the other girl jumps in. Uh, so, one more time. You tell me if this is a chola. White Hispanic or a regular white Anglo-Saxon Protestant girl? <laughs> Here it is. Look at, look at the side of the face.
1: That's his mom.
0: It, okay. Was that a chola or a wh- regular white? <laughs> Distancing or something. no, nah, I don't know. I don't care. I know that whites misbehave too. So the X replies, Twitter replies are interesting to me. I have some screenshots from them Uh, it's called slutty mama hug straddles uh, football player son is the name of this thing so Ugh, mom hug tweet does anyone not think that's weird I think it's weird the body type is sort of more chola than but slimmed down chola to me and all tanned than a regular white girl so maybe he's a white Hispanic. Oh, I should have censored that. <laughs> well, look at that! Come on. <sighs> okay. So does anybody not think it's weird? So Matthew, with one T, caught in the middle, who on whose show I've appeared multiple times, his YouTube channel. He's a veteran. Uh, okay, n- next, next uh, one. <laughs> says, not really, parents and their kids on any and all of these elite football teams rejoice in crazy mannerisms. See, that looks chola to me. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Who am I to say that they're wrong just because it's weird? So he admits it's weird, but who am I to say that they're wrong just because it's weird? But it's been the same for decades, says Matthew. Matthew with one T, caught in the middle, YouTube channel. Somebody said, if I look over at them, my first thought is they're a couple. She's doing something wrong. Matthew says, have you ever been to any town that really celebrates and pushes their high school football teams at all? It's a north, south, east, west, bipartisan ordeal. They just get crazy, heated, just highly emotional in general. Doesn't make it right, but it's common. He's more saying that it's kind of typical. Typical. This picture isn't weird to me at all. And I don't like MTG, he says. I'm like, wait, is that Marjorie Green? MTG, Marjorie Taylor Green, the queen? I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't know. Can you show me in the corner? I'm kind of like, <laughs> I don't think that that was Marjorie Green. I was looking for headlines, I didn't see anything about her. I don't know if she has a. Back of her shoulder tattoo, like this gal does, in a quite such the the tan, and she looked a, a little bit younger than Marjorie Green, the queen, <laughs> who is getting divorced. And I disavow Marjorie Green for d- divorcing and uh, trying to be a female congressman and all that. You know, I appreciate her stances for the J Sixers. Pray for the J Sixers. So anyway. Uh, Zeke Arkham replies to Amari. Somebody. I usually skip this part. I don't know what that means. Maybe that's a reference to something that I don't know. I don't. I'm sort of sheltered. Jeremy Bell mentioned that it's called emotional incest. Emotional incest. Some girl, Kimberly Classic. Is that really Kimberly Classic? Really? Of Baltimore. I don't know am i thinking that the, the right i don't know what that is i don't know who that is but anyway she said boy moms who had them fairly young different in general i won't judge the sons with young moms become their protectors in their teens oh yeah i became the protector that's that's single mothers single mothers is the single mothers especially bad about this maybe especially if their mother is still single oh it's an interesting dynamic. Jeremy Bell says, it's called emotional incest. It's when a mother goes to the son to fulfill emotional needs that a mom would usually go to a husband for. It's not physical necessarily, he says, but it still destroys the son, he says. Interesting. Ray Payne says, I went to Iraq, came back and my mommy ain't ever, never hugged me like this. And a crinkle-faced emoji this is number four, uh, Hassan, my mommy, <laughs> why do you call her mommy, uh, this Delray Payne guy. <laughs> uh, Aliyah, number five, I have two boys that play football and just know, so some of the mothers are disavowing this, because this is extreme, even for mothers. Even in an Italian woman is sort of distancing herself from this. And you know how Italians can be affectionate and clingy and, oh, we're family. And the boss, mother being the boss. Number six, uh, Dan, this person named Growing underscore Daniel says, I think it's beautiful and should be normalized. What? Crazy. 7A... Hassan, 7A, this, oh, terrible, I forgot to censor some of these things. This evil woman, in my opinion, says the real problem that this girl has, you know, the girl who comments afterwards, the young lady who comments afterwards saying it's not the girlfriend, it's the mother, says the real problem this girl has is the kid's mom looks hotter. What? I disavow that word. At 40-something, according to this person, than this girl who's commenting on it has ever looked in her twenty-something years of life. Which who knows? There may be a bit of jealousy on the part of this gal, but that's not. I don't think that's the real problem. I think that person's just being degenerate. Uh, this person, Kristen Special K, something like that, says the amount of people making this video sexual. I don't know. She's dressed sexually. That's dressed like a, like I said, all provocatively. And then when you hug somebody like that, it's sort of at least loosey-goosey. I said the mother's dressed like a sex-working acting sexual in front of what looked like high school boys. Most ladies do nowadays, I get that. She had a husband or a little more sense, I responded. Maybe a strong father whom she loved. She wouldn't have that tattoo on her shoulder there or any of that mess going on. Terrible. No offense, by the way, I I also tweeted, shout out to the ladies with tattoos and dressing like they're going to the club at at their kids' high school games. L.C., go to 8A. 8A, this guy named L.C., Said my 22-year-old, five foot nine-inch daughter. I don't know why he mentions her age and height. I mean, age I understand, but height I don't know why he says that. That's one tall. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say glass of water, right? <laughs> Terrible. You guys with your dirty minds uh, runs in for a flying squirrel hug every time I see her. Same wholesome vibes, alleges this guy. Some people just ooze hatred and resentment. I don't know, man. I don't know if that's necessarily hatred and resentment. And so I look into this LC guy, the Dan. He says that he's left of right, but right of left. So he's another guy who's caught in the middle. He looks like he's sort of a military guy, I guess. Um, oh, he's from UK. Ah, UK. Go to his profile in 8B. And 8C, you can see him up close. He does look like he's from UK, all British-looking. Is that normal British? Or is that an un, not a normal Anglo? Is that not a normal Anglo? It might not norm, be a normal Anglo. I said, that's not necessarily resentment or hatred, man. 8D. Whatever father-daughter relationship you have, man, with your 22-year-old, 5 foot 5'9", tall, tall, young lady, girl, go to 8D there, Hassan. I'm all maybe different from this provocatively dressed mother-to-son relationship. It's not wholesome. It's all ego. As Matthew, caught in the middle, admitted it's over-excitement. And this gal, this woman was showing off. Showing off. Terrible. Man, I forgot to censor this. The degenerate woman. So, that's Gross. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, I spent 15 minutes on that? Terrible. (laughs) I did not die. I did not go to heaven. I'm finally getting to it, guys. It's been weeks. I put my foot down, or fist down. This is a boy who went to heaven lied, or some boy came back from heaven lied, They made a whole book about it. It became all the rage i I mean I don't know if this guy started this or if or his father started this or what, but I remember seeing another instance of a little boy went to heaven or something like that, supposedly, but this was promoted in far left extremist. Firefox affiliated, Mozilla Firefox affiliated, anti-Christian, pro-LGBTIQ mess pocket. How the controversy and it's—they're promoting a Slate article. Slate, (laughs) I scoff at Slate. Although sometimes they have interesting information, they say mental illness does not cause mass shootings, Uh, anger does. What's the difference? But anyway, how the controversy around a Christian bestseller is the only time they write about Christians. Never good. Never something good. <laughs> Engulfed the evangelical publishing industry and tore a family apart. It did not tear a family apart. Their anger and egos and excitement and mess, somewhat along the lines of just a different symptom of that gal whom I, whom I showed you in, and all these judgmental people, Maybe myself included with this high school mother daughter mother son relationships mess. Speaking of mother son relationships, Ruth Graham wrote this. It's a pocket reprint, originally from Slate, far left Slate. They've been covered by Megyn Kelly when she was hosting in Fox News in twenty nineteen July of twenty nineteen. I have some uh, screenshots of these book uh, of this book and all this stuff. Hassan, boy who came back from heaven, lied. He lied. The boy lied. And the father may not have known that the boy lied. And so he got all excited. And the mother, Christian mother, Christian father, they wrote down a blog post, got maybe a little attention. And then they came out with this book. And then they made a movie about it. They made money on it. Well, the father made money on it. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the story shared by Slate, Uh, Ruth Graham, in my opinion, didn't write it as well as Wikipedia wrote it. Wikipedia wrote it way better. (laughs) Shout out to Wikipedia. Kevin and Alex Malarkey, those are two males, okay? Kevin and Alex Malarkey were alone together, okay, uh, when the accident happened. It was November 2004. November 2004, the malarkies had moved to rural Huntsville, Ohio, from suburban Columbus, Ohio, just weeks earlier. The family was struggling financially. Lame-o. Sounds like a lame father, right? (laughs) Shout out to the struggling fathers. I don't know if you can... I don't know. Kevin and his wife, Beth, wanted to pursue a quieter life. Beth had given birth to their fourth! Fourth or fourth? Never fourth. Child a few days before. Six-year-old Alex was the oldest of the bunch. He and his father went to church that Sunday morning, just the two of them. I guess that makes sense. The mother stays home. She just gave birth a few days earlier. Uh, So on the drive home, Kevin answered a call on his cell phone. And this is 2004, okay? Not smartphones. No, I don't know if Bluetooth existed, maybe. But not on, not in cars, I don't think just as he approached an intersection with a blind spot that locals knew to fear, writes this Heather Graham woman in sleep. I'm assuming it's a woman. He didn't see the other car coming. Kevin was thrown from the vehicle. This is the father, thrown from the vehicle, and I'll tell you about this later, but was unhurt. Alex, the young boy, the uh, oldest of the bunch, six-year-old, man, this messed up his physical body to, to this day. Can, can you believe it? To this day. I wonder if he resents his father or the wife, the ex-wife now. I'll tell you about that. Resents the father over this. There's the there's the now ex-wife and the son. This, that's him roughly present day or maybe some years back. We're looking at a picture of them. <sighs> now it's the boy and the mother. I don't know if the boy is close with his father. It doesn't seem like it. But, uh... Alex was taken by helicopter to, uh, this boy Alex, taken by helicopter to Columbus Children's Hospital. The occupants of the other car were not seriously injured. Yeah, I know. I know. I knew. One of my my, be- my childhood best friends, mother, several years ago, was, I don't know if she allegedly was texting. Maybe she ran a stop sign or was coming out of a stop sign and the car uh, pickup ran t-boned you know that's when the car broadsides her car and i think it flipped she died crazy huh so be alert be alert you can mess up the occupants or your own life and car and all that look at this bow-legged mother all involved with the son i mean the son needs assistance for like for the rest of his life i guess I wonder if he really needs all that assistance or if she's kind of spoiling him as people are prone to do. Don't know. Ah, oh, this is terrible. Cover your ears, faint of heart. Alec- cover your ears for 15 seconds, starting now. Alex had suffered a... I'm going to cover my ears, okay? Okay. <laughs> An internal decapitation. Oh, His skull essentially separated from his spine. Okay, you can uncover your ears. His injuries were so serious, the coroner was called to the scene of the crash. Keep on breathing, don't get lightheaded. (laughs) (laughs) Wikipedia article is way better written. And or at least more tasteful. Look at this cute little boy. See, he's so much cuter. This is him at like 10 years old. A few years after the crash. Looking so much cuter. Adults don't look cute. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> some do. The, girl, the young ladies. And even some of the elderly. <laughs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> uh, this is from the, the boy who came back from heaven Wikipedia page. Kevin, the father, holds some copyright to the book that he wrote based on this, this uh, young, ma- young man now. I think he's a young man, almost. Okay, so uh, the Burke, w- the book that they wrote about this, because he's he basically died or went to, thinks he went claimed that he went to heaven or thought he saw something maybe in his imagination, and he, I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it. The book that they made was a commercial success, so selling over a million copies. That's more copies by hundreds of thousands than. Uh, Real Ultimate Power book, (laughs) which sold like 30,000 copies. It was adapted into a television film in March of 2010, six years after this accident. Since publication, though, Alex Malarkey, this young man, grew up to be a young man, right? And his mother, of course, rolling my eyes, unamused emoji, Beth, have disavowed the book. There's that word, disavowed the book. Alex commented online in 2011 when he was still a young, not an adult. Let's see, six years old in in 2004. 2011, that's seven more years roughly, right? Uh, So six plus seven is like 13-ish. So he's like a teenager saying it's one of the most deceptive books ever. So he wrote online. (laughs) Maybe an exaggeration, I don't know. But he's the one who, I mean, his father wrote it, but he told the stories that his father wrote, I I think, but maybe his father even elaborated, (laughs) like father, like son, because he says later, well, listen to this, Uh, he wrote an extensive repudiation in an open letter to Christian bookstores in 2015, so that would have made him 15, 16, I guess, if my math is right, right, six years old in 2004, oh, 17 maybe, I don't know, math, what a mess, Describing his near-death experience as a fabrication. As a result, Tyndale House removed the book from print. They took it out of print. And many Christian bookstores removed it from their shelves, not all. <laughs> so let me tell you, on November 24th, 24, 2004, six-year-old Alex Malarkey and his son and his father Kevin, involved in a car accident on a highway near Rush Sylvania, Rush Sylvania, Ohio. You ever heard of that? He suffered various injuries in the accident, including a severe spinal injury. I broke my back. Spinal. See, look at him. There's a mother and father. Oh, the father's wearing a Henley. Is that a Henley? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Hassan. Oh, they have, they're Steelers fans. Is that Steelers t-shirt? It's a football team, I think. American football. Real football. Woo. That was 2009. Five years after the thing. Uh, Severe neck injuries, brain trauma was left as a quadriplegic. And I looked that up. Quadriplegic means your arms and legs don't work. Your spine's kind of messed up and you you go basically like a partial paralysis or something like that. He was in a coma for two months. During recovery, Alex told his parents stories of visions of heaven that he supposedly seen. The parents recounted some of these in a recovery blog, blog, but those did not attract significant media attention. Two thousand nine, Alex Malarkey, age ten, became the youngest person to have the surgical procedure first carried out for Christopher Reeve, Superman actor from the eighties and maybe nineties, to allow him to breathe on his phone without a ventilator. Whoa. So five years later, five years, he was on a ventilator. Whoa, I guess. Later in 2009, able to stand upright in a supporting frame. Or, you know, maybe less than five, but supporting frame with helpers moving his legs to walk on a treadmill. Man, thanks a lot, Dad. (laughs) I laugh, but that's... I do not envy him. Lots of... LOL, lots of laughs, I write. He had an... uh, He said that he, this boy said he had, let me calm down. This boy said he had an out-of-body experience where he saw his father being caught and carried to safety by an angel after flying out of the window of the car. An angel caught him and gently laid him down. (laughs) This lady's so evil, it strikes me as evil, this uh, mother though, in my opinion, I think. Her reporting from the far left atheist socialist foreign outlet The Guardian UK, trying to discredit the story. This mother, busybody mother, trying to discredit the story. Like, why? Like, who? who? Okay, it's untrue. Why do you have to dedicate so much time to it? The boy who didn't come back from heaven inside a bestseller's deception religion story. Far left Christian extreme, anti Christian extremist foreign outlet The Guardian this we- her website was um, a mom on a i think it's private right now um, january 21st 2015 article by michelle dean in the guardian uh, last week meaning january 2015 following persistent rumors alex now 16 back in 2015 revealed that the detail in the book that the detail in the book was false i said i went to heaven because i thought it would get me attention the boy wrote The young man wrote on his own blog, I did not die. I did not go to heaven. When I made up the claims, I had never read the Bible. People have profited from lies, meaning his father and whoever made the deal with his dad, and continue to. (laughs) They should read the Bible, which is enough, Alex wrote. And according to this Guardian article, which is not the Slate article, the Guardian article is from a few years before, you, her complaints are all over the internet, this gal. You can find her comments cascading th- on the religious blogosphere and on her Facebook wall. Show the mother one more time. This woman is all caught up in this. Psst. Sort of reminds me of that foreigner... The foreigner mother... African mother of the, one of the African young men who is riding the city bike, C-I-T-I, not to be confused at the bank, over in one of those cities with blacks and refugees or whatever in it, who uh, took the bike or something like, or tried to take the bike from, or tried to prevent the pregnant nurse woman, white lady, who is screaming, help, help, Because these blacks are trying to take, not let their bike be taken that they had parked because you have to park to save money because you have a time limit. And the mother's all, oh, my son's name is being dragged through the mud. Let it. Who cares? Like, what? Whatever. People saying things online and in the media, it doesn't actually affect you. Unless you have some ego about it. And apparently this lady, young, this uh, mother is all caught up. Or was anyway for years. Isn't that interesting, though? And people get people get caught up in uh, something that they what they focus on becomes important to them. Talk about listening to your thoughts and being. Mama meddling. And yeah, I mean, the father's maybe a mess too. I'm not saying that the father wasn't wrong. But it's it kind of struck me that she was doing that. People cr- profit off of lies all the time. Basically, almost all the profit is off of lies. <laughs> really, if you think about it, of course. <laughs> Because we don't have Christian capitalism anymore, we have commie capitalism. Very unChristian, very unwhite, and these are a white couple. <laughs> what a shame! And you know, it's interesting too, because shame on the Christians for uh, getting all caught up with these shallow ooh, came back from heaven" stories. I saw these angels floating. By the way, Jesus was white, or no, Jesus was this, or whatever. I saw Grandma. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, that's that. That's enough of that. Oh, goodness me. We are at the top of the hour. Spent nearly 20 minutes on that. I'll, I'll get better! I'll get better! Give me a chance! I uh, will get to your calls, guys. It's time for some music. Right? Some Men's History Month is over, so let's do some passionate music that's not manly, but it sounds like want to be manly <laughs> this is from Zao. i used to pronounce it Zao. it's a christian band or was uh z-a-o it means something i forget what it means it's like hebrew or aramaic or something <laughs> and it's like a christian hardcore band or metalcore i don't know but uh to think of you is to treasure an absent memory kind of nonsensical if you think about it i guess i don't know um It's from the 1996 album, Where Blood and Fire Bring Rest. And I just like it. I like the guitars. I like the uh, vocals, boomers, and, you know, people who don't like the yelling and screaming and stuff. There is some yelling and screaming, so you can cover your ears. But not all of it is yelling and screaming. Some of it's like this, maybe this black guy or somebody talking all soft. But I like the feel of it, so I hope you enjoy it. But you don't have to. You totally don't have to. Go outside, shovel snow, rake your leaves, plant your garden, harvest your crops, sling your cattle, grab some coffee, buy me a coffee, <laughs> which is a superchat.com slash report, right? Buy me a coffee.com slash report. But I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight, Zao, not Zao, to think of you is to treasure an absent memory. It's cool, so cool. All right. I like the tension My heart
1: broke. My heart, broke. My heart, broke.
0: <laughs> My heart broke. The voice of an angel Circle pitch <laughs> Christian music, indeed it is Dancing on steroids Dark Hake in studio. Skip the music, Hake. You could be taking a call. <laughs> I appreciate your suggestions. Hake's eye bags are deepening from dealing with all the musical heathen daily. The beauty! Did it say Prince of Peace? Oh. Turn it up, James. Your voice is much louder than the music. Oh. Hey, they're singing. Sounds satanic. But it's not over. I think of you. (laughs) I sit away (laughs) in a secret place. I don't know if we can turn it up. of you. It's just cool. I I really? It's quiet, they That is not Christian. Sorry if the audio is too quiet, Doom Jesus says it is. It was touching the red, so I figured it would be okay. So, my bag. My bag. But thank you guys for bearing with me through the, my opinion, beautiful music. Steven Absolution likes it. I know you do, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a shame. My bag. I should have turned it up. Sometimes I run it through iMovie and crank it to like 214 or even 300 or 400. But I didn't think I needed to because it was touching red. What a shame. I'm disappointed. It's ruined my day. Over on, uh, let's see, let me double check, buy me a coffee. I was talking about NASCAR. Some super chats for you guys. Too loud. (laughs) Uh, What's going on? Okay. Uh, Carver bought a coffee yesterday after I covered the Big Bump story that Big Bump brought to us. We touched on it briefly at the end of Big Bump's co-hosting on Monday. So-called Labor Day. Uh, He says, crashes get the viewers up. So no wonder NASCAR is hiring affirmative action crews. (laughs) Smart business decision, says Carver over on buymeacoffee.com. Well, yeah, sometimes when you uh, lower the standards, the people who come in either don't have standards or don't adhere to standards strictly. You know, it's just kind of a white thing or sometimes Asian thing to be a little bit more strict and Nazi about stuff. Follow the rules. Uh, But there are people who have high standards among those other uh, more loosey-goosey, casual, relaxed races, you know, and uh, ethnicities and cultures, Uh, you know. But you're right. (laughs) Uh, the standards have dropped across the board. Pfft, I'm going to talk about chips, broken chips again, uh, coming up here, maybe. Spoiler alert, bought a coffee. No reparations without repatriation. <laughs> uh, interesting comment there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I say no reparations, period. No, never. Never, but yeah, get on out of here. We don't, we don't like your kind around here. We do, right? Based America first. Bought a coffee. Let me read this uh, special super chat. Remember when the he has informative super chats? Remember when the U.S. government blew the current year's budget? <laughs> current year. And Kevin McCarthy, the rhino from Bakersfield, California, gave demon rats everything they wanted in a debt ceiling increase May 31st, 2023. Uh, Now it's time for government shutdown, budget theater. Oh, really? Kevin McCarthy wants to pass a short-term budget deal so his caucus has time to work out greater cuts. In other words, kick the can until the public isn't watching like they always do. McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy told members that the short-term bill would end up being a boon later, saying it's a great place to have a very strong fight and to hold our ground. Three months since the last capitulation, as Republicans always do, or else they get ousted or primaried or shenaniganed um, and betrayed and backstabbed. Three months since the last capitulation must not have been enough time. If McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, can't hold his ground now, why would he be in a stronger position later? Republicans have the power to push a strictly conservative agenda, excuse me, like defund the DOJ. Wouldn't that be interesting? Defund the DOJ, founded to be anti-white, anti-Southern, anti-independence, anti-local, anti-state's rights, anti Actual justice. Department of so-called justice. Defund the DOJ. Wow, I hadn't heard that one. But they won't. Yeah, because Republicans are for that mess. That's why they're Republicans. Republicans only succeed at posting to social media. Yeah. So true, man. Thank you, Based America First. As always, for the support. And, uh, my connection here is a little slow have to re-log in sometimes to buy me a coffee. But thank you guys. I appreciate that. Let me just double check on the other platforms. Ba-ba. oh, hey, DJ onpa with a diamond. that's right, hate, quit <laughs> taking. <laughs> I can't say this phrase. Cover your ears, kids. I'm gonna say it. That's right, hate, quit taking dumps on d live chess. Meaning the treasure chest, of course. Quit dumping and poo-pooing the D-Live chest. Um, because it sounds wrong the way that he put it, maybe. Um, nice. Thank you, DJ Onpa. Yeah, I encourage American Anchor Baby uh, to join D-Live and get get that bag. (laughs) That's talking... Is that black to say get that bag? That's definitely... I told you... (laughs) everyone is a little black <laughs> oh yeah 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 it's, it's it, i mean we can't help it uh but yeah join d live guys if you can if you can join restream for free and multi stream to both youtube and d live and rumble do it if you can um even if you have to pay a little bit like it'll kind of pay for itself cuz rumble you can take super chats youtube for the time being you take super chats i'm um, talking about to my fellow network hosts while you can while you're monetized rumble gets super chats youtube gets super chats maybe which is fun uh, stay safe and sane and kosher and, and clean while you can uh, dlive accepts super chats so uh, do it do it nice and there's people who are just prefer dlive for some odd reason i you know it has a certain appeal and style So, you know, I I maybe get, like, a couple hundred. Oh, no, I don't. (laughs) I maybe get, like, 20 bucks in, like, a month. (laughs) I don't know. Nice. Thank you, Jean-Paul. Cool. Why do the mainstream media call them dads and moms? infantilizing the public I hit delete with a command a commanding delete they deleted the whole line behind it this is from pocket as well dads want to do more caretaking let's see dads care dads dads care kids but they can't (laughs) is the folder Hassan (sighs) dads. Okay, so that's a pocket article posted July 27th, 2023 in NPR, far-left extremist outlet, NPR magazine. What's the big deal? Balancing caregiving has all sorts of emotional and financial payoffs. And then it has a picture of a father holding the kid with the sun behind it and trees in the background. Eh, a little boy. Uh, Megan Lim, L-I-M, Megan, M-E-G-A-N, Lim, wrote this article. There's a picture of her on her LinkedIn. She looks harmless, Asian. Don't be fooled. She's a liberal. Most of those Asians are all edge mama This story is part of NPR's National Public Radio far-left extremist outlet, NPR. Show the picture of her, the uh, main character of the day series where we spotlight people and things worth talking about the stories behind them. So uh, this is Gal. Don't be fooled! Don't be fooled! Evil is is real, or CJ, or whoever. All you people into Asians, okay. public radio person, Silver Spring, Maryland, New United States. Uh, all you whites, you interracial whites, and Asians who th- may think that your culture's best because they're supposedly uh, better trainable or whatever. No, they're wolves in sheep's clothing, <laughs> or <you> know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, so I guess go back to the article headline for now. Uh, the concept of, of providing care could mean myriad things beyond the emotional support. It could be cooking meals for the family, cleaning the house. This is mother stuff, basically. Or taking a, a relative to the doctor. In other words, the unpaid labor. The unpaid labor. Which is a communist buzzword that many mothers do every day, as if they're supposed to be paid. They're doing what they're supposed to do. That's so what you're supposed to do, like uh, in your own life. You're supposed to t- handle your your stuff, clean your room. Says uh, Jordan B. Peterson. If you want to clean, you know. Okay, so there's some study called Equimundo, Equimundo, which means translate. Let's see. For the their previous name meant for the world. Their new name sign, signifies an urgent call for equality and e- equity and equality in the world. What's so urgent? It's just stupid. Equimundo Equimundo dot uh, org is center for masculinities and social justice. His work internationally and in the United States since 2011 to engage men and boys as allies in gender equality promote healthy manhood, and prevent violence. Mission, uh, Equimundo works to achieve gender equality. Nobody's ever heard of this except for uh, N- NPR, National Public Communist Radio, uh, far-left propaganda internet outlet, promote propped up by Pocket, propped up by Firefox, propped up by far-left extremist Mozilla, and Haik signal boosting. Equimundo works to achieve greater gender equality gender equality, and social justice, transforming intergenerational patterns of harm, mama word, promoting patterns of care, empathy, liberal buzzword, empathy replaces, false replacement of love, and accountability among boys and men throughout their lives. No accountability for women and blacks and gays and stuff, right? No accountability for them. All people live in a Care. their vision is that all people live in a caring, nonviolent, and gender hyphen equitable world. That's never gonna happen. <laughs> anyway. Uh our people, Gary Barker, a smiley, white looking, but don't be fooled, male. Uh, Judy Chu, not to be confused with the Democrat politician, this Ron Lagarde guy. Maybe I should screenshot this this uh Thing. I'll screenshot it and drag it into the folder as I, as I blab on this little story here. The Echimundos, st- Some Echimundo study titled, which wasn't a good study. It wasn't professionally done, by the way. Oh, by the way, on this cover, this, he- this picture that we're showing, it has a father dressed in a uh, looks like a black leather jacket walking a stroller like a simp beta male <laughs> and it's not even a manly stroller as if there is such a thing right it's one of those sort of old school lady like at least not white or pink but a stroller like a baby stroller tiny little baby carry the thing man like a gangster you know these uh hispanic cholos who carry the baby like a briefcase and like walk all all with a limp and some style. Don't do that. That's too showy too. That's not very manly either. But uh look at him. It's a beautiful park though. And he's probably too into style. Even though it is sort of a masculine style. As style goes, I guess. I don't know, I could see would I be wrong in saying I could see Hassan dressing like this? Would I be wrong, Hassan? <laughs> he's he's nodding thumbs up and <laughs> but you wouldn't push a stroller, would you? Smiling.
2: (laughs) It's definitely Grease outfit kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah. But I was thinking about getting a stroller for Sandy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I did put him in one. There's one at uh, Tailwaggers. Okay. dog
0: store. Sandy is his dog. He has a bulldog.
2: Yeah, I put him in there. It's a little bulldog. (laughs) We were just... I was pushing him in the store. They were
0: like, you gotta leave. (laughs) He has his hat on backwards. So back in the 80s, that was... I thought it was kind of cool. Have your hat on backwards. I was a kid. Um, oh, let me drag this picture into the into Dad's care folder. Come on, here we go. Boom. So extra screenshot going into the folder. These are the people behind Equimundo. Equimundo. Yeah, look at that. All interracial, diverse. So, they're the ones, I guess, behind this study. State of the World's Fathers surveyed nearly 12,000 people across 17 countries, including the United States. The study found that globally, if you believe in the ball earth, which I do, 53% of people, and shout out to the flat earthers, you're, you're uh, closer to the truth on this tip and this topic, probably is for, in terms of masculinity, than these people, these fellow probably ball tards. <laughs> so, even though you're wrong on the earth, Being flat because you're silly. Jump to silly conclusions. Uh, And shout out to the flat earthers. We're all silly. Hake is very silly. Uh, These people believe nutty things. They're even more destructive, maybe. But whatever. We don't compare. The study found globally 53% of people think gender equality is good for men and women. That's dumb. And uh, men across diverse countries have been doing more... to care work in recent years and the country's and the world's gotten worse by the way one fi- i think one finding of the study found that people who are satisfied with how involved they are in raising their children are 1.5 times as likely to agree with the statement i am a per- I am the person i always wanted to be and are also more likely to feel a sense of gratitude whatever meanwhile parents who feel they lack support mainly financial more likely to find childcare more exhausting and less enjoyable. Funny, huh? The report found also 122 countries give paid leave to fathers. What? 122 countries paid leave to fathers compared to 186 countries for mothers. That is too many countries, all of them. Uh, of these, 81 have paternity leave that is paid at 100% of previous earnings. Only 45 allow 14 weeks or more of paid paternal leave for fathers to leave. Like kids, like the babies need the fathers to take care of them. The babies need the mothers. And then, like JLP says at age three, then the fathers take over when the kids can, you know, basically take care of themselves. (laughs) Because you'll be surprised. Kids can handle themselves. I remember I... They look small, but they feel... Fine, independent. And they actually are, in many ways. Uh, Anyway, Seema Bauhaus, executive director of UN Women, United Nations, far-left evil extremist outlet. Women. You can go ahead and show back, I guess, that stroller (laughs) picture. (laughs) Or whatever. Or just me, whatever. Um, Seema Bauhaus, UN Women director. And we're paying money to the UN. Writes in the Ekimundo reports forward. The, oh, I guess so. They've heard of Ekimundo. <laughs> the gender pay gap. Give me a break. Uh, the calls for a fairer, better distribution of the burden of care are long-standing. Stupid calls. They hate nature and nature's God, right? And there has been progress towards hell. Such progress is founded on policy... Why is it hell? I don't know. I'll get into it, maybe. Founded on policy change and accompanying a cultural shift. Changing the minds of men means changing how we teach our boys. The study recommends teaching boys from childhood the importance of housework the same way girls are. Uh, While the study found that both men and women say care-leave policies... Care-leave, they call it, meaning males paternal care give me a break are uh, important to them women are still more likely than men to prioritize those policies because women are more into free stuff in the government daddy government taking care of you rather than men being more independent and dealing with reality of like crime and all that evil stuff that the women are producing the single mothers are producing and the politicians whom they fall for suckers Uh, homelessness and all that crap sorry kids ladies, as well as health care and gender equality policies. Stupid things. NPR's Alyssa Chang spoke with Tavisha Gupta, director of research, evaluation, and learning for Ekimundo about the results of the study. I'm not getting into her n- on nonsense. So uh, they're talking about dads. The point of this story was really to talk about how they said dads. Dads. Making them seem all harmless and Father and non-authoritative and equal, Tss, dumb. But the uh, the reaction against this stuff is kind of evil too. Show this uh, boy uh, pocket boy, pocket boy crisis something like that. Let's see. Another, there's a whole other folder pocket masculinity kids. I think they also promoted. Uh, okay, so the. They say the Manosphere promises to fix young men's lives. Instead, it's making them miserable. So jump over to that uh, Pocket Masculinity Kids folder. It talks about uh, masculinity gurus, how masculinity gurus cash in on the boy crisis. And they have these all bunch of articles on the Manosphere, uh, Andrew Tate, Jordan B. Peterson, the late Kevin Samuels, black dude. Uh, Mike Cernovich, who's like a solid guy. Give me a break. I mean, he's, he's like a liberal, but uh, independent-thinking guy. Nice, uh, clear-thinking, pro-America liberal, who's for, for free speech and a little bit of common sense and is more of an honest journalist. Uh, Mike Cernovich. He's been on the JLP show. Who does your house wake or wear a cake? Mommy. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, since I live on my own, I, I vacuum now and then. I may water the plant now and then, like once a week or well, maybe a little less. <laughs> I, uh, you know, if my room gets, I'll pick up my room a little bit, you know. <laughs> the Manosphere, what a... What a dumb name, Manosphere. How embarrassing. Why would you even call it the Manosphere? (sighs) Uh, Far left pocket shared far left extremist communist outlet Mother Jones. Isn't that a communist reference, Mother Jones? Boy problems. Ridiculous line from Mother Jones. Fight disinformation. Sign up for the free Mother Jones daily newsletter. Follow the news that matters. Silly. Okay, so what else are they saying? Oh, by the way, there was a Time magazine article. It might be possible to reduce bias in kids. New research suggests children naturally know the truth. They natural they naturally know like stuff is weird. It's, I'm no. And I remember when I was a kid or at least a young man, the uh, Sesame Street came out with this Like there is an owl who stays up at night, right? Owls stay up at night. And there's a bird who stays up in the morning, gets up in the morning. And the bird's like, oh, you stay up at night. That's weird. And the owl says, it's not weird. It's just different. And they put different. (laughs) And that's teaching oh, weird sounds negative. Different is not necessarily negative. Dumb. Mama spirit. I learned that Sesame Street pushed diversity on the beautiful South, which was not for all this forced integration propaganda. So they've been evil from the beginning. A journalist, female woman, came up with Sesame Street or pushed it. Janelle Ross, some person, reduced bias in kids. And they have all this this weird picture of... uh, Two, got, two gets on the left in green, flirps, and the right in blue. And they're like two different tribes of weird looking people with weird looking outfits. Uh, show the uh, reduced bias kids two. Time there, Hassan. I'm keeping them busy, man. <laughs> Look at that. Could this perhaps be the missing puzzle piece? Bunch of dumb, lame, silly propaganda. The men fight back after Me Too. Here's another related one that uh, Hassan was showing with the, the broken pieces with these different characters, uh, men, men in the so-called manosphere. The men fight back. Mother Jones another propaganda extremist communist. Communism is a female spirit. Female-minded liberals. They're female-minded liberals. So you could go back to that one with the broken pieces of the guys. After Me Too... Me Too is the women and the gays accusing males and men, usually not Christian, uh, usually just actors and producers and people, of doing wrong when they themselves were doing wrong, you know? Um, A regressive vision of masculinity became increasingly popular. Here's a guide. Eamon Whalen, June 15th this year. More than five years ago, the Me Too movement exploded and our culture shifted towards... uh, believing that accusations are evidence, right? And they're not. This project seeks to re-examine the era, asking how it will alter the lives of our next generations. One of the consequences of the revelations that many prominent men behaved poorly in private, as if the women weren't behaving poorly and the gays weren't behaving poorly, was a very publicly endless crisis. But Me Too raised another question. Who would speak to these men? Silly! ridiculous dumb uh, don't say dumb kids don't say it too much anyway whatever so all this uh, all these smear jobs on guys some some well-meaning some maybe not so well-meaning some wrong some partly right some weaker some stronger guys telling some, on some level, the truth. And there's, they're going after them. But they're worse than them. You know, the liberals. <laughs> okay. Moving forward. Enrique Tario, Proud Boys. Speaking of uh, Proud Boys, I thought it was like gay or something like that. Because Proud, you know. Proud Boys. Uh, but now I know that they're just normal pro-Western civilization uh, characters. Uh, group. I even thought about joining them. I didn't go through with it because I'm not into groups really. Uh, oath keepers too. Smeared it like crazy. Look- Jack Posobiec tweeted, Enrique Tario. His real name is Henry. But for some reason it goes by Enrique. Enrique. Uh, Enrique is Spanish for Henry, I guess, right? Tario. And uh, he's been a uh, thrown in the big house, or gonna be thrown in the big house, 22 years is the sentence that he's getting for January 6, 2021 AD, the Mostly Peaceful Capital Protest, part of which turned into a riot, and I heard that some of the Proud Boys and he's part of the Proud Boys Gavin McInnes sort of started it because one of his producers or guys wouldn't stop the pornography, gross stuff and so he says, stop doing the pornography you have this rule, you're not supposed to do that uh Only be with be with real women and not in your imagination. It's just it's wrong, and it's like a mess and it's not good for your life, right? So that's what the that's how it started. I heard, and then it got popular. and Gavin McInnes was on the JLP show before. I think JLP. I know JLP was on his show, Uh, but Gavin McInnes founded it and then he and then he quit it because he was trying to protect guys who were protecting him who are Proud Boys, against Antifa. But sometimes, you know, maybe the Proud Boys, some of them may be a little rough around the edges or have a criminal past, be POCs, some of them are rough around the edges. Uh, And they may be too, maybe a little too eager to fight. You know, get into fights with evil Antifa who attack, normally uh, Antifa attacks, and Proud Boys defend against attacks. But the mainstream media is not honest about that, nor is... The establishment government, of course, but again, uh, I heard that one of the Proud Boys broke the window, broke one of the windows in the Capitol building. Why'd you do that, man? I disavow that, but I don't know if that gets ten years or eighteen years or seventeen years or twenty-two years. This guy wasn't even at the at the thing; <laughs> he wasn't even at the thing, at the uh, mostly peaceful Capitol protest, part of which broken. In- into a riot. And some of these guys shook the fence and broke down the barrier and breached the barriers. They're not supposed to cross the barriers, right? Or the fence that they set up. Some of them may have gone into the Capitol building knowing that they weren't wanted into the Capitol building by the police. Some of them may have moshed with the police or thrown blows with the police. So uh, they shouldn't do that. That should be like um, some form of I don't know. I don't know what the, uh, what the thing should be when you assault a fellow person, whether it's, whether it's an officer or whatever, or, or batter or whatever. Uh, but they're getting the book thrown at them, and they're trying to say, oh, they're seditious conspiracy to uh, undermine the election or whatever. And they're called it an insurrection or whatever. Uh, so Pre- Enrique Tarrio sentenced to 22 years, and we heard about Joey Biggs on American Anchor Baby, who was f- former Infowars, and then he became like a Proud Boys guy. He got 17 years or something like that. Another guy got like 18 years. The Oath Keepers guy who may have been a Fed. Enrique Tarrio himself was a federal informant for some <clears throat> for some reason. But they've been smeared. And uh, they were passionate. Some of them were angry at what they felt were shenanigans with the election. And as JLP said, they walked into a trap. Don't be angry. Watch yourself. Be alert. Be wise. And uh, know that you will not get justice in this world. Especially if you're trying to stand for anything close to what's right, right? If you're rough around the edges but trying to push for what's right, oh boy, you're going to get in trouble. If you're rough around the edges and for what's evil, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> Sometimes you won't. At least in the physical sense. Spiritually, you can be free even while you're in prison, while you're in jail. So pray for these guys. Also, as Frederica said on the call yesterday, pray even for the blacks, and Antifa, and these evil politicians who are for this, and the evil deep state, or whatever you want to call them, the uh, establishment people, who are um, doing this evil to these people, judges, a Trump judge said, oh, I don't want you bringing up George Washington, because, you know, George Washington did somewhat of an insurrection against uh, the British government, you know, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, what a terrible thing. So be wise, uh, chin up, kings. And uh, I was thinking last night about how John the Baptist did not do wrong at all that I know of in the Bible. And he was like thrown into a dungeon. or well, I don't know if they had dungeons back then. Maybe it wasn't as roomy as that. I heard that it was cramped quarters from one source, which may or may not be reliable, John the Baptist. And then the woman wanted his head on the platter so the King Herod or somebody, if that wannabe king of the Jews, he was so, such a simp for whoever who danced all fancy, some woman or your girl. The mother's so evil, bring me the head of John the Baptist. John the Baptist spoke out against the authorities because the authorities, the King Herod was wrong for getting with Jezebel or somebody, I don't know. And so he got beheaded. So uh, there is always going to be evil in the government and injustice in the world towards people who stand for maybe what's right and stand-up for what's right in the wrong way. Maybe they did it in the wrong way a little bit. Some of them did. <laughs> they wanted 33 years on <laughs> Um <clears throat> Julie Kelly is a reporter woman who's been into this January 6th thing. <clears throat> uh, so she's done some interesting and decent work if you want to know more about it. I tried to read through the uh, New York Times article on this guy. They didn't even say a word that this guy did. But they did have sort of... I had to go into the archive thing. And the archive had a link, supposedly hyperlinked section, where he <clears throat> was convicted of seditious conspiracy. But I couldn't click the link in, to see in that article. To see what actually he actually did. What he said or did or planned. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what a mess. We wish you guys well, all the persecuted whites and men and Christians and uh, people. We wish you well no i'm not I'm not losing steam. I just pff, trying to be a little bit considerate of uh, the injustice against these guys selective. And, and, if it, and if some of them may have gotten justice, like a 30-day sentence. Maybe Baked Alaska. I don't know if Baked Alaska did, did anything. Oh, yeah, he's been persecuted. But uh, some of them may get justice, but then it's selectively enforced justice, okay? So we all know that it's boring. Uh, boring because it's already... It's old news, honestly. Truly. Old news. Par for the course. Yawn. Another injustice against another uh, misguided patriot as one of these lawyers for this guy called them. Misguided patriot. He's a patriot. He loves the country. Wants the country to be protected. But uh, walked into a trap, as JLP said. So, don't follow the crowd. Be Be alert. Heed those little warnings. You get little warnings sometimes when you're going about your day or, or about going about things, you have some inkling, pay attention to that. That's a little warning. Hey, now, hold on, wait a minute. Because a lot of times something comes down on you and you're like, I knew it! I knew it! Duh! And it comes down on you when, sometimes when you least expect it or whatever. So be, be alert. Like JLP says, take every thought captive. Pray even for your enemies. Love your enemy. <sighs> Quick super chat over on D Live Greenwall with the diamond. I wonder why the Me Too wasn't interested in PizzaGate, cause that's a conspiracy theory, man. <laughs> and Me Too isn't about uh, children protecting children. They are the type of people who are the primary um, wolves in sheep's clothing for children. Pizzagate was supposedly about children, maybe? I don't know. Whatever. It was certainly weird. And uh, also, Pizzagate had to do with uh, that weird guy who was Podesta, John Podesta. He's like, oh, let's go hang out with this weird gal and, uh, spirit cooking. <laughs> weirdo emails leaked from the Hillary Clinton emails. I don't think it was the DNC leaks. From the, uh, WikiLeaks. Julian Assange. And they're uncurious. They're, uh, mainstream media's sort of uncurious, it seems like to me. I haven't looked into it. I- I'm sort of uncurious about it. Because that's their life. They're weirdos. We know. And... Uh, what can we even do to to about it nothing nothing but uh but yeah they're they're more into attacking men and um and y- attacking liberal men and then blaming and blaming conservative men cuz did one did one single conservative man get get me too in uh, the me too movement uh, Bill Cosby's a liberal, but he was smeared falsely, right? Well, oh, for the it was artificial, definitely. Um, uh, that that uh, I believe I can fly singer got sort of caught up in that maybe beforehand. Um, Weinstein was a, a liberal. All these, that guy who's he said, "Oh, I'm going to live my life as a gay man." <laughs> the actor guy, who's a good actor, I guess. I think he's a good actor. Um, no, it was a bunch of liberals, and then they go after the conservatives. Kind of like blaming the conservatives, the, the NRA people, for what, when liberals shoot one another, or emotional sons of single mothers, divorced mothers shoot up places or something. <sighs> Ridiculous. They just want to hate anything masculine and right and true. So, that's the mess. Thank you, Greenwall. Wall. I disavow Pizzagate It's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Remember that one guy shot the, fl- shot the floor of, uh... He got all caught up, allegedly, and shot a- He went into Comet Pizza in D.C. <laughs> and shot the floor. That wasn't even what Pizzagate was really about, I don't think. <laughs> Whatever. Gross. Terrible. Yeah, but they were... It was odd how uncurious they were. <sighs> Quickly dismiss that stuff. Um, okay. A smash mouth guy died. A drinking warning. CNN doesn't warn you about the drinking. Steve Harwell, founding lead singer of the rock group. They call it rock. Uh, it's sort of pop rock. Somebody said alternative hake. Smash Mouth died on Monday. He was just fifty-six. Fifty-six. What? Smash Mouth. They claim, and Hassan confirms that Smash Mouth was best known for its chart topping. There I go again. I call it chart tarping. <laughs> chart topping singles all star. Hey now, you're an all star. Get your game on. Go. Hey. It's so 90s and poppy and fun and cool. And I like it. Just in spite of myself. Trendy. And I'm a believer. I'm a believer is a cover song. Is that the monkeys? Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Is that from the monkeys? Or who who did? I'm a believer. Then I saw her face. Then I'm a believer. Because he didn't believe in love or something like that. That's not a good song by them. That's not even that great of a cover, I don't think. Who cares? Somebody's asking, who cares? Oh, they were one hit wonder, maybe two. Who cares? Whatever, man. It's two songs that count. Hey, now he's a dead star. <laughs> uh, I, that's not that funny. Okay, so this I'm a Believer is a song that gained popularity, widespread popularity after its appearance on the soundtrack of the 2001 animated film Shrek. Lame. I never saw it. Maybe I saw it last year or two years ago or three years ago. I might have. Maybe. Or Shrek 2, did I? I don't know. But uh, that's not what... I know the other song, might as well be walking on the sun. That's way better than I'm a believer. I spit at these trendy people. Shrek is trendy, that's why I spit at Shrek. Too. I like how I haven't watched any of these, bunch of these movies that are so popular. lame Has that black guy, Chris Rock or somebody, playing the donkey cartoon. But anyway, here's the point of this story. Uh, CNN doesn't... Okay, so Hassan is showing this Breaking 911 headline. Smash Mouth Steve Harwell on his deathbed per report. That's old news. That came out September 3rd, a few days ago, uh, which was Sunday. But CNN doesn't want to tell you that this man drank way too much. That's the real headline? CNN promotes drinking, I guess. What the heck? What the heck? TKR official on Telegram. Asmador, who was my f- recent guest. I've been a guest on his show multiple times. The Crypto Report. TKR official on Telegram. T.me slash TKR official. JLP Talk on Telegram as well. The Hake Report on Telegram. We're not that active. Shares real news on Telegram. Quote from September 3rd Post. This guy is my age, says Asmador, and he is dying due to alcohol abuse. Be sober. Be healthy. Live a good life. That's the real headline. Not this lame CNN promoting his degenerate songs. I'm a believer in female-minded liberal Uh, romantic love cover song that's not even as good as the original. The original is way better. Am I wrong? Uh, Somebody said he was a party maniac. Makes sense, is prisoner underscore class. So this article reads, A representative for the lead singer of Smash Mouth told TMZ, far-left extremist anti-white TMZ, anti-Christian TMZ, I think, Not as bad as some of the other mainstream media. Steve Harwell grappled with alcohol abuse for a significant part of his life. And he's always kind of fat. Here he is fat, right? Shout out to the fat people, you know? Portly. Thick. Chunky. Men aren't thick. Chunky. (laughs) He has now entered the terminal phase of liver failure per, you know, September 3rd, right? He had not been undergoing treatment for his condition at a hospital until recently. So, uh... It was a catchy couple of songs. I like those songs. But I'm not surprised... I'm really not surprised that he drank too much. Fat Sugar Ray is Chris. Yeah, I like Sugar Ray too. Did you know that used to be metal? <laughs> all the metal... All the best pop... Uh... Pop... Uh... Rock... Bands... Used to be metal. Or had some metal influence. Weezer... Uh... Sugar Ray... I mean, whatever. Um, Jimmy E. World... Is that... (laughs) Whatever! Okay, let's play another clip. Um, By the way, we have Hassan coming in. Uh, Wow, Hassan, coming in with some guests. Coming soon. New Zealand and Canada forced vaccinations, clip 22. Interesting tweets in a clip compilation... Canada and New Zealand leaders, Jacinda Ardern, Justin Trudeau, and others—it's a little compilation of about the false notion that there were that there would ever be or would ever be any forced vaccinations for the China virus, right? Making them second-class citizens. Minute and a half long little uh, compilation of things. You may recognize some of these voices, Jacinda Ardern. Former New Zealand prime minister, woman, Uh, sort of a single mother, sort of living with her boyfriend or partner. Uh, Here it is, clip 22, hit it.
1: Individuals are allowed to make their own choices. There may be all sorts of different reasons why someone is hesitant to get vaccinated. And therefore, while not forcing anyone to get vaccinated, enforcement measures in place will make sure. That everyone is vaccinated people to have their jobs to keep their jobs were forced to have the vaccination now do you retract your statement that they were not forced uh, senator no i i believe firmly that nobody was forced to have a vaccine there's people that don't want this mandatory vaccine how do we manage well,
0: it well then they won't be going to work what okay. it's very very simple i believe Evil. everybody was offered an opportunity to get a vaccine or not get a vaccine. I don't believe that anybody was forced to take a vaccine.
1: We have said, no, you must get vaccinated. No. And in terms of the vaccine mandates, I acknowledge that it was a challenging mandate. time for people, but they made ultimately made their own choices.
0: A vaccine mandate is being expanded to around 40% of all workers. You basically see it to two different classes of people. If you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated, you have all these rights. If you are vaccinated.
2: That is what it is. So,
3: yep, Hospitality, Evil hairdressers woman. and gyms. Can operate at all levels if they ask customers for a vaccine certificate.
1: There was no, there was no compulsory vaccination. People made their own choices. And so, it follows, that if customers must be vaccinated, then so too must the workers.
0: Evil, mama spirit, control freak, people. That was from Milk the Milk Bar TV on Twitter. My bag. I did not mention that earlier. The COVID vaccine narrative is that now that no one was forced to get the jab, people chose to. And he tags a bunch of people. Uh, That was from the 3rd of September. Milk Bar TV. The Milk Bar TV on X. Now, Now known as Twitter. And Brett Weinstein quote tweeted this. He's a liberal, sort of intellectual guy who sometimes says some interesting true things. He said, People were required, coerced, misled, threatened into taking vaccines others were ostracized shamed impoverished for refusing <laughs> impoverished i don't know that's sort of maybe <sighs> anyway it's all dramatic but yeah i mean we are def- we are defamed demonetized for discussing it the injured he says cuz there were a rare a rare cases we'll call it rare cases of injury you know they admit that there were rare cases of vaccine injury, right? It's, su- it's supposed to happen, basically. The injured were heartlessly gaslit. Gaslit means, uh, they. oh, that's not from that. Which they don't know wh- what it's from, right? So how can you deny it if you don't know? No one was physically forced, though. That's what they mean. No one was held strapped down and given that shot. <laughs> Some people might have been strapped down and given that shot. I don't know. Um, Aaron Kariati tweeted, he's an Aaron Kariati, K-H-E-R-I-A-T-Y, M-D, medical doctor, I guess, says, correct, I was, he quote tweets, Brett Weinstein, correct, I was fired as professor in the School of Medicine and director of the medical ethics program at UCI, University of California down in Irvine. I knew some people who went to UCI, liberals. Basically, if you go to one of the UCs, you're going to come out liberal. Or at least, uh, you know, they're going to try to indoctrinate you. He says, sacked, canned, dismissed. Wow. Professor in the School of Medicine and Director of Medical Ethics Program at UCI. Aaron Cariati, physician, psychiatry. Oh, psychiatry? Psychiatrist? Mm. He wrote in Washington Compost, Wall Street Journal, Newsweek, and other uh, outlets. Some guy, some sort of weird Christian guy, I guess, Dr. Denver Uuland said that he was terminated for refusing an injection December 2021 despite presenting a religious exemption, defending it on appeal. So much for civil rights and religious liberties in the Agenda 2030 era. I disavow that. I don't know what that means. This is just practice, practice, he says, for the powers that be. Eventually, there will be confiscation of any and all personal liberties for the hashtag common good, TM, trademark. Yeah. um, So wrong, so sick. (sighs) And, And so it's very corrupt, and also it's very inept, We have a whole lot of... I talked about how I wanted to to comment on this. (laughs) Broken chips. Now we have broken chips. (laughs) I talked about this before. (laughs) (laughs) But I ran into it again. I made the mistake, I guess, of... I'm getting lightheaded. Just thinking about this. Um... You know how you can get these flax seed chips, and they're all thin, easily breakable, what is that, brittle, brittle or flaky, or thin, or f- fr- fragile chips are like broken up, and if you're broken you can't dip them. When you try to dip them in something too thick or, he- or heavy, they break anyway, so that's maybe my fault for being such a sucker for these supposedly healthy chips. Why do they make them so thin, so they don't, so it feels like you get more chips? Maybe, but they're not thick enough to deal with anything. They make everything thin nowadays. Plastic bags are thin. They break easy. Uh, except for the ones that are supposed to be reusable. Uh, they make everything thin. Even those tins for the Danish cookies that, spoiler alert, got me. Those used to be thick. Like actual real tin. Now it's like aluminum, maybe. But uh, And I've talked about how the people, who the shippers... They like toss these chips so carelessly and let the chips break inside the bag. No, you don't. T- you gently set it on the shelf or set it, pile them or whatever, so that they don't get broken in transit. Who wants broken chips? The point of chips is to dip. I mean, unless you're going to break them and grind them up, but that's not the. They're not supposed to be pre-broken, <laughs> easily breakable. What is it, to save money? Shaking my head. <laughs> so, corruption and incompetence and lack of care and concern for high-quality standards. Like JLP says, millennials don't care about doing things right. They do things half, we'll say, half-hearted. <laughs> you may. One, one might th- say a different word. Anyway, guys... This has been the Hague Report. I gotta end. We have Wow Hassan coming up. Walking on water, Hassan. But now is time for some beautiful music. Let's do the uh, Chicken Lips. You know, I like the Chicken Lips. Oh, why am I jumping around? Is that how it's going out? Um, chicken Lips by Mary Rice Hopkins. Adios, America. Catch Wow Hassan and then catch American Anchor Baby. We'll see you tomorrow, hopefully. I had kind of some fun. All right, bye. <laughs> so good. Children's music. It's Christian. Hey, there's me. Chicken <laughs>